Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This is Emily. This is Alex, and this is Going Somewhere, the podcast where we share what it's like to live a location-independent, nomadic lifestyle. Yes, and part of that nomadic lifestyle, while you're recording a podcast, means that we don't have a studio, we don't have a permanent recording space. Nope, not yet. So today we're joined by... The sounds of construction down the street. And the echoes of our Airbnb. Yes. It's been a challenge with the echoes because everywhere we've stayed so far has been a very echoey space. And yeah, now we're just about to (laughs) sit down and start recording. And then the construction... (laughs) full full blast hopefully it's not very disturbing but um just to note that in case you can hear it that's just part of what you deal with when you literally take your podcast on the road with you everywhere you go each week it's like a different each week is just different yeah it's just different we're trying out new things we're experimenting with setting up the camera the microphones Um, I'm experimenting with trying to speak at a reasonable volume. Yeah, it's, it's helping. I think it's, uh, not the, uh, Broadway broadcasting (laughs) Mm -hmm. sound that you, you so helpfully have sometimes. Yes. Um, it's not a very good, um, it's a good projection voice it's not a very good microphone voice necessarily um and apparently i also do a lot of little micro burps so all for your listening pleasure yeah (laughs) which i just conveniently don't hear because alex is always the one editing this so he's like "Mm -hmm, yeah you keep doing small burps under your breath yeah Mm-hmm. And the microphone's on your chest, so it catches everything. <laughs> everything. Like, I'm, not, I'm not burping on purpose. These are very involuntary little <laughs> noises. But anyway. All the little quirky sounds you make. Yeah. And there's lots of them. Oh, boy. Apparently my laugh goes off the sound waves, so. That, too. 
Anyway, <laughs> we decided that we should probably start the beginning of each new episode at this point with a little, like, updates, because a lot of our episodes are addressing specific questions or things, you know, from our past, and we don't always necessarily talk about what we're currently doing. Um, I know um, a few episodes we did talk about, you know, okay, we're currently in split Croatia and this is what it was like, um, but that's not the case each week. So each week I thought maybe we would start off with some kind of happening now kind of news. So extra, extra, listen all about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, by the by, next week we will be in a new location. I'm very excited. Yes, um, we'll be in Torremolinos, Spain. Yes, we will. Which it... Alex chose. Yes, I chose. Why? It's because it's gonna be my birthday month. Yes. That's uh, the trip I have selected. I chose the location. I chose the Airbnb which is just like a block or so, like under two blocks, I think, from the beach. Mm -hmm. So very easily accessible right on the Mediterranean coast. That's right. And it's just south of Malaga, Spain. That's right. Which is somewhere that you've been talking about going since we've been talking about traveling. Yeah. I looked it up one day on a map and I just went, show me more. Show me more. Show me more. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. let's go there. Yeah. So I think it was good timing of a choice because, you know, like I said last week, we've been a little exhausted this week because we just don't have the best bed. Nope. We haven't been getting the best sleep. Um, Dubrovnik is beautiful, but it's comes with its challenges. We walk everywhere. Um, and so it was a lot of climbing hills and stairs and ups and downs and we've been walking a lot, feet hurt, tiring, and then we don't get good rest <laughs> at night. Um, so I'm excited to hopefully have like a little bit more of a chill beach time. That is my plan. Yeah. So have to listen to the birthday boy and take a key from him and kind of mellow out a little bit next month maybe now we've just recorded that so you got to stick to it <laughs> i i can tell you right now i won't you can, you can play back this recording to me as many times as as you want to and i'll just be like no still no i'm that stubborn um <laughs> so relaxing i can I know, already so picture it <laughs> but it's good timing because the month after that will not be relaxing. I think it'll be tons of fun and excitement. Yeah, I think it's going to be very enjoyable, but it's just, it's going into a city. Yeah, which is, you know, it's just got a different a different vibe. So, um, yeah, I think this little beach month, I've never spent a month at the beach. I think it'll come at a good time for us, so. So bring it on, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was kind of exciting because we got our first international package sent from home and what it was was no well, it was it was a bunch of stuff we already own i was still very excited <laughs> there were things i forgot i owned 
it's really weird to get excited to see things that you already own. And it's even weirder to pay customs import charges on things that you already owned. Yeah, we got but, to pay this lovely fee mm-hmm. to have strangers inspect our clothing. But at the end of it all, it actually, to have it shipped here and with customs, it was cheaper than replacing our entire summer wardrobe. So, you know. There's that. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I have my skirts and dresses and bathing suits. Oh my back. goodness. All the bathing suits are back. Yes. So I've been I've been missing them because when we last left the U.S., we left the U.S. for Canada in winter. And yeah, and then it was obviously winter until now, like spring. So um, yeah, so that's how it works. That's how, winter, that's the house, then spring. <laughs> I, I'm here to explain how seasons work to you. That's what the new subject of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they come like, it's like four times a year. They're sick. Whoa, you're, you're going to give it all away now? Yeah. One episode. <laughs> one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a very good business model, is it? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. We're excited and tired and, and have, you know, we've enjoyed Dubrovnik as well, like. Not, oh, to, yeah. not to get it get it twisted, but yeah, it's just we usually find by the end of our month we're like ready to move on because that's just our personalities, I guess. Yep, on to newer horizons. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to this week's topic. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about um, what we've done in the past how we've got here, um, the steps we took to get here and stuff. Um, but we didn't start talking about where we currently actually were at the time until we started recording the podcast in split Croatia. Right. Um, but we realized that we do need to go back and talk about our past destinations so this week we're going to start going back and we're going to tell the story of our first month as nomads and going forward we'll be sprinkling in these episodes here and there along the way to make sure that we cover our previous destinations that we went to before we started recording this podcast so yeah so Sit back and, I guess, strap in as we go back in time. Yeah, buckle up, everybody. Okay, everybody buckle up. Get into my 2016 red Kia Soul. <laughs> Lovingly referred to um, as Makia. Yes. That lightning Makia. Yes, lightning. everybody get into lightning Makia. Buckle up. Strap your suitcase to the luggage the obscenely large luggage rack that's on top of the car right now yeah (laughs) because we're going back to our first month as nomads otherwise referred to as the great graduate american road trip road trip road trip trip. (laughs) so july 
I guess, no, in June, we decide we want to put our house on the market. Yeah, July, right. we decide, you know, um, let's go ahead. We know the house is going to sell soon. Let's get out of the house. Let's start planning July. Let's go. Let's get ready. Um, and then we find out um, we can't leave the country until the house sells. <laughs> Or it would be it would be difficult. So like we could have left the country and come back, um, you know. But we had to. There would be more steps, to, more was, hoops to jump through. Yeah, it was paperwork. It was closing. It was signing. It was, you know, we had to. Yada yada. Sign yada, documents. Yada. All the boring shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we knew by then we had to. It'd be easier to stay in the country. We never planned on our first month as nomads to be in our home country, but that's how it worked out. Yeah, um, we were flexible. Yeah, and you know, the reason that we ended up doing it is because we found this deal that actually a friend of ours on Instagram alerted us to the graduate hotel chain. And now I don't know if they are gonna do this going forward, but a few times in the past years, 2021 being one of them, um, every July, they do a special, and it's called the Graduate Hall Pass. Basically, you can pay for a month's worth of stays in any one of their hotels for $500. That was the deal. Was the deal. It was very enticing. Yeah, and so at first, I was just like, no, that's boring. I don't want to do that. And then like we found all this information and everything about not being a believer. And I was like, well, okay, it's starting to look like a better idea. And we started looking you know, in, into it a little bit more. Like I mentioned at the time, we still had my car. We had sold Alex's car already, but we had my car because the original plan was we were going to take the road trip through Mexico, but yeah. it got pushed back because we couldn't leave. Um, so yeah, and another another part of that being, you know, when we started all of this summer 2021, it was, you know, still pandemic times. Right, right. There was still a lot of travel lockdown. So that's another reason why we kept one vehicle for so long is because it kind of provided us with that sense of isolation while still traveling yeah it just seemed i don't know more secure in a mm -hmm. way yeah a little safer like you're not taking public transport or a plane or you know you're kind of like having your own little bubble yeah um so that was another consideration of why we knew we were going to be starting out traveling by car um at the time we still had our dog elvis as well so that was another consideration. We found out that the graduate hotel chain was pet friendly and that kind was a of very enticing feature of that deal too. Yeah. So we actually ended up having to pay on top of the $500 for the hall pass, we had to pay a pet fee each night for every hotel that we stayed in. So it did bring the cost up um, a bit for us. It wasn't outrageous. It was like, I think it ranged between like 15 to $35 a depending night. Depending on which uh, depending location. On the, the city, yeah. Um, you know, but it, you know, it was, it made it kind of a more 
you know, an easier sell for us, I suppose. Um, and I guess our approach to this was, like I said, um, I always refer to it as our nomadic boot camp. <laughs> because That's a good way to put it. It was it was vigorous. It was vigorous. So the way that the deal worked for the hotel is, you know, you pay five hundred dollars, you can stay at any of their properties for the entire month of July. Meaning you could have stayed in one property for the whole month. I don't think you could. I thought there was a limit, like or maybe some of the locations had like some of the locations had like limits of time. I mean, it's not really important now, but yeah, some of the locations yeah. had stipulations like, okay, you couldn't stay at this one on weekends with the hall pass or whatever. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, you could have stayed at one week at one, two weeks at one. You, you could have split it up in really almost any way that you could. But us being really enthusiastic yeah. because we had just started out. We just took this huge leap. We had a lot of adrenaline running, coursing through our bodies. And remember, this is still like mid-pandemic, so we haven't gone anywhere for like a yeah. year. <laughs> We're also a little stir-crazy yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so we decide that the way we're going to approach it is we're going to look up all of the graduate properties and work our way around the entire country in a giant circle all the way back to where we started yes so we started in we left southern california we left palm springs and went in a giant circle all the way back um like we literally did drive across the whole country yeah in a month it was it was a really good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's anyway funny, yeah. um so let's just go over like the the logistics of it the locations that we actually hit so yeah, because we didn't go to every hotel that was on the list. No, not every property. Some of them were like, you know, directional, you know, fork in the road. Do you go north or south or which mm -hmm. one to go to, to end at, at the destination we were trying to get to? Mm -hmm. And some of them were really far apart to get back across the country. So we had, oh yeah, you know, we had days where we were just driving the whole day. So we started off in... Like I said, we left Palm Springs and we went to Tucson, Arizona. That was our first stop. That was one night. Mm -hmm. We continued on to Fayetteville, Arkansas for a night. We went to Oxford, Mississippi. And then we drove to Nashville, Tennessee to that property. And that was the first place that we stayed multiple days at that, at that one. Right. That's right. We then drove to Knoxville, Tennessee. We went to Richmond, Virginia, Roosevelt Island, New York City, stayed a few days there. We drove to State College, Pennsylvania. We went to Cincinnati, Ohio. We stayed a few days there. Bloomington, Indiana. Then we drove to Iowa City, Iowa. Then we drove to Lincoln, Nebraska. And then we drove forever <laughs> until we got to Seattle and we stayed a few days there. 
Washington State, that's right. Yeah, and then we passed through Eugene, Oregon for one day on our way to Berkeley, California, where we stayed a few days there as well. And then from Berkeley back to Southern California, um, Palm Springs, where we had just sold our house and um, Alex's mom still lives. So back to Alex's mom's house to kind of regroup for the next leg of our journey. So that was our widely arcing weird circle around the U.S. That we did in one month to remind everybody. Mm-hmm. One, one month, July. Um, and oh yeah, and it was summer. So yeah, it was hot. Most places that we went. I mean, yeah, at least we don't have to drive through the snow. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have done that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not skilled at driving through the snow. Oh, and we should mention, I drove the entire thing. Yep. Uh, I wasn't driving that month. Um, just, it was an insurance thing. I didn't have. I wasn't insured that month, so mm. Emily took the brunt of it for us, and. I was the shotgun navigator and snack uh, passer. (laughs) Yes. Like, literally, um, I couldn't stop eating chips and salsa because that's, like, one of my, um, like, I guess, stress food. Like, I, you know, like, when you do, like, stress eating or, like, eating to keep yourself awake, (laughs) chips and salsa is, like, my go-to thing. So, like, literally, Alex was scooping, like, salsa onto a chip and putting it in my mouth as I was driving because I was just like... It's not as easy as it sounds, everybody. <laughs> like, you got to make sure you don't, like, spill the salsa that's in one hand. Yeah. Also, the salsa on the chip, you know? Yeah, I, no I perfected telling, it, I think. Like, how much food ended up in my car at that point, but... Yeah. Quite a bit. And we had little <laughs> Elvis in the back. He had a little um, bedroom yeah. set yeah. up. Between, like, suitcases and whatever else we, I don't remember how, we had so much stuff in that car it was yeah, packed to the top and then the, had a roof rack even full on top of it yeah um it, it was it was a lot um yeah it, it was another one of those things that we didn't really realize until after the fact like we booked everything we bought the hall pass we booked our stays you know, everything was set to go. And then I go, oh, shit, you can't drive. Oh, I thought you knew that the whole time. No, no. Remember, we didn't realize it until after we had booked everything. And then we go... Details. Because all I was thinking, you know, we had sold your car. I knew we had sold your car. Right, right. I forgot the reason that we sold your car was because the insurance was so high, we couldn't pay it, and that you weren't insured. (laughs) It was turning a monthly bill uh, yeah. like a debt we sold the car and just gave up my driving to turn it into basically yeah. a profit and so like we had to um i was like okay it's no problem you can still drive my car no it, no. it was a problem we had to actually sign a document that said that alex would not drive my car so that i could keep my insurance otherwise they're just going to raise hers because we're married yeah so he really couldn't drive and so we're going well shit what have i got myself into but i'm just like no i'm gonna do this i'm so you know i'm just really taking a huge leap i'm so adventurous i'm so ready for this 
were you now? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this was all before we left. Yeah, I was just jazzed. I was like, that's all right. I got this. We can do this. It's this just is, a month. This is going to be our life now. We yeah, got our no problem. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just a month. Yeah. So anyway, that was um, some of the <laughs> considerations that we had to take into. But as far as the actual places that we went... Um, you know, Arizona was our first stop. And, you know, I think it was pretty exciting, um, a stop. You know, not everyone would think Arizona was an exciting uh, stop for your first uh, outing. Some people would know that it is. It was nice because it was had a lot of things going on. It was a short drive for our first, you know, leg of the journey. They were very welcoming. And it was just, you know, exciting because we were starting. Mm-hmm. It had we're that finally starting. Energy. Yeah. It was a four-hour drive or something. Yeah, we were just not bad. Charged up. We were just on the way. Like it's finally the beginning. You know, like we're leaving Southern California. We're going. This is it. Yeah, and you know, it was yeah a feeling that I don't think we'll ever forget. No, our first day on the road as nomads. Everything was looking up. You know, just, mm-hmm. we had no issues on the way there. So everything was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. We can do this. And so, yeah, we end up in Tucson, and we should mention the reason that the hotel chain is called Graduate Hotels is because they're in college towns, so everywhere that we went was a college town. Right. So that's kind of the shtick, that's kind of their theme, they're all super themed out to have to do with the local um, college sports team, local traditions, local flavor, history, colors, plants. They're close to the campuses as well. They're not just in Mm -hmm. the college city. I think they're kind of designed that way to be close to a campus. So like, I guess a family or alumni want to stay and then go visit the campus. They're right there. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. Um, And they're all just like, super uniquely eclectically designed so the hotel rooms themselves were very fun um i took a series of pictures because the first thing that we noticed about them is that they all had a cool lamp and they all had like a cool chair they all had kind of a cool like nook you know Mm -hmm. um and so i started taking a series of pictures at each one we stayed at where um i was in the chair by the lamp and sometimes alice was with them too i'll try to um repost those on instagram as this comes out so maybe you guys can see them um but it's just fun yeah they were all very cute Mm -hmm. and you know especially arizona was very welcoming they were the only property that was like Oh wow, you guys got a hall pass. That's so cool. Welcome. That's really neat. They gave us like a welcoming pack for Elvis, like a doggy kit. It was cool. Um, he got a frisbee. Got a frisbee. He, he never used it. No, of course not. But he got it. <laughs> you know, Elvis at this point, we should explain if you don't know, he was 19 years old and he had about four teeth left. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Because they were removed for his own health through a series of surgeries. Um, he he was completely healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny to give him this big... He's a little guy, a little Shih Tzu Maltese, little like 10 pounds. It was funny to give him this first feed. They gave him a treat too. He mm-hmm. ate that. He yeah, he always that. found a way to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, no problems. Just took a little <laughs> bit more. Delays, not problems. It, it was a pacing. It was a marathon, not a sprint right. for, for treats. 
Yeah, and then so, the, you know, the next kind of cities, Fayetteville was a bit longer drive, and then Oxford, Mississippi. I mean, they were kind of uneventful because those were places that we stayed for just one night to get us to uh, the next destination. All of the hotel rooms were cute and fun and nice, as, yeah. as we had mentioned, um, but we weren't always able to do a lot in the area because some of it was just getting to the next destination where we thought we would want to spend more time. These became a bed, really. Mm -hmm. And so the next destination after that was Nashville, which we had booked spending a few days at because we thought it would be cool. We yeah, you grow up hearing about Nashville, you think, oh yeah, that's like, it's like a music capital for the country. It's mm -hmm. gonna be a good time, it should be super interesting. And we heard, you know, even though we don't like country music, we heard it was still a great place to go, and it was fun, and all this, and oh boy, it was annoying. It was, it was, our experience with it was just that, yeah, it was a bit annoying, mm -hmm. the, it felt like it was a little obnoxious, and I don't mm -hmm. think that's everyone's experience with Nashville, I'm sure there, we only saw a part of it. But... Everything that we saw and experienced was pretty obnoxious. I was really excited about this hotel room in particular because it had a Dolly Parton theme, and I love Dolly Parton. Our room had a Dolly Parton theme. Yeah. There was a like bar restaurant on the roof that had a Dolly Parton theme and a big um, Dolly Parton sculpture. And you could tell there was just a lot of people that came there for just that, that weren't actually um, people staying at the hotel. They weren't guests at the hotel, they were just there looking at it or they were just there at the bar mm -hmm. or at the restaurant or whatever it was. I don't know because we couldn't get in because it was so always packed with people that weren't staying there. And you know, it was, like I said, pandemic times and things, you know, we're still having to make reservations for everything and the only time we got to see it was we went up there, you know, one morning where we knew it wouldn't be open. And then we got chased out by staff who were incredibly rude to us and like, like so patronizing to us. And it was like every staff member there that besides one that I would ask anything to was just patronizing. Like you would go to the coffee counter and they would ignore you until they were done having their conversation. It was just like, I don't know. We just felt like everybody there just was... They made us feel unwelcome. Yeah, it, it, it was, anyway, it, it was surprising because we ended up not having a great experience there other than, you know, having a fun hotel room. Um, so don't set your expectations too high. For anything. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, after that, we drove to Knoxville and really loved it. Yeah, I uh, had zero expectations for Knoxville. Yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it, actually. Yeah, it was great. We were like, oh, we wish we would have stayed here longer mm -hmm. than stayed in Nashville. So, you know, it was you know, learning. Like, everything is, you know, yeah. when, when you take this kind of adventure. Um, and so, yeah, then we went on to Richmond, Virginia. That was kind of fun. It was, I remember being very humid. The, the weather humidity kind of sucked mm -hmm. but the area was nice it was a city i remember we went to that edgar allen mm -hmm. Poe museum and that was super cool 
Um, so I think overall I enjoyed Richmond. I did too. Yeah. They had like really cool, like we walked down by the train tracks and there was that like river walk thing and, um, That's right. Yeah. That was cool. It was super humid. Super humid, like, but you know, it was cool, like interesting cool. It yeah. wasn't literally temperature cool. <laughs> my clothes were plastered to my body. I remember I was wearing a, um, just a cotton t-shirt. And by the time we got back to the hotel, it was halfway up my boob from, from, I guess I should say halfway down my boob downwards was just wet with sweat. Oh yeah. Like half of my shirt was saturated. And you know, <laughs> we were walking all day, but yeah. it was a bit much. It was long. Um, and then after that, we went to Roosevelt Island, which is that little island in the middle of the, um, Hudson. the Hudson River yeah. in, in New York. So it's like between Manhattan and the, um, Queens. Queens and yeah so there's a college there and they mm -hmm. built a graduate there it's actually like I think at the time it was the first hotel ever built on the island and it was really cool had a great view yeah um, we didn't get to see it because just time-wise everything closed but they mm -hmm. have a, a, a playroom that's themed like the Tom Hanks movie big mm -hmm. like his apartment yeah, it's like a special events room that you can rent out. You can't just go play in it. But, we wanted to. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, essentially, we were in New York City, and so we knew we wanted to spend several days there, and we did. And so we were able to take the um, Skyway, like, tramway um, across the river into the city. Um, and... Yeah, it was really cool. I actually drove in New York City because, like I said, we were in my car. And, and I wasn't driving. I was nervous, excited, and everything in between. I just knew it was going to end, and, you know, like... It w and you know what? And as a positive note, I want to say it was a completely uneventful drive because you just did it. You handled it. Mm -hmm. There was no surprises of any kind. Just New York traffic, mm -hmm. and she handled it. I did. I was very proud of myself that I didn't just like have so much anxiety and like cry and pull over and you know so that's definitely an experience that I'll never forget is driving through New York City as somebody who hates driving has never been particularly good at driving it it was just like an achievement for me and now I can say I've done it. That's enough. I, di I didn't Check. want to keep doing it. Um, <laughs> we parked the car once we got there for sure. But yeah, it, w it was kind of cool. And, you know, obviously, I mean, I shouldn't say obviously, but I mean, New York is a big draw for a lot of people. Um, and it always has been for me. It's been my second time there. It was my second time there too. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, there's something special about it for me, and I'll always like it. And I really enjoyed our time there. So will I. I, I love New York. Basically, all we did was walk around as well. Oh, we walked so much, but we, we didn't care. Walked around and looked at things, and we actually and, walked. Um, if people know geography, we walked all the way from like Battery Park, where the Statue of Liberty viewing is all the way back to Roosevelt Island where mm -hmm. the hotel was. Yeah, we did that one night. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, it was it was fun. We I I think the big event that we did there was we went to um we kept finding theme bars to go to. Yes, that's yeah. right. And we went to the um the cauldron, which was a Harry Potter like potions themed bar where you unofficial made your own, Harry Potter yeah potion bar. So you made your own potions, quote unquote potions, but you know they were drinks. So um, <clears throat> it was kind of fun. Um, yeah, and then just like the vibe of New York, just it's good energy. Know, it's good yeah. energy for us. We thought, um, and then. The, uh, the next place, you know, we, we drove through State College, Pennsylvania, just a one-stop thing. The next place we ended up for a few days was Cincinnati. And, and that one, I didn't have, you know, I wouldn't say I didn't have expectations. I had low expectations. I expected mm-hmm. not to enjoy it, but I was still kind of curious, and I enjoyed Cincinnati. It was a pleasant surprise. The reason that I booked... Um, several days in Cincinnati was just because I thought we'll we'll need a rest. We'll want to mm-hmm. take a rest. And the hotel was super cute. It was themed like um, like eighties and nineties toys. Yeah, it's right. Um, yeah, it was really cute. And I had yeah, I had no expectations for it. I just thought we'll need an extra rest because it's kind of the middle of our trip, and after that will be a lot of long drives well we didn't rest because we actually ended up really liking cincinnati we went out and walked all around the place Mm -hmm. and you drove around there too like it was actually easy to drive for a city it was easy to drive for a city and that and park yeah that was something we really liked about it we did drive a few Mm -hmm. different places there and um yeah uh, it was it was it was so surprising Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then after that, we just made stops in Bloomington, Indiana, Iowa City. And then we drove to Lincoln, Nebraska. We drove through so much corn. So much corn. Oh, my uh, God. Don't, if they ever say there's a corn shortage, do not believe them. No, we There's corn all of it. in like every state that we pass yeah. through. So, like, basically. does it affect my allergies? As soon as we left Pennsylvania, there was corn everywhere, all the way back west. And, um, yeah, so our drive from Iowa City to Lincoln, Nebraska was nothing but corn and our throats closing up and like and at least you know like you expect it i think for iowa because i remember iowa's theme was corn no that was lincoln nebraska because i was about to say we drove all the way through looking at corn the whole time and then we got to lincoln nebraska and the hotel room was themed like corn i thought it was iowa because i thought iowa had the carpet that was corn they did, but Lincoln okay. also had corn. They had the corn curtains. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, corn, 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 corn. <laughs> so much corn. Yep. So yeah, from there uh, we did a. Let me correct that. From there, you did a very long drive, and um, I stayed awake. It was like 12 hours. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. And I think we ended up sleeping at a rest stop on the way. Oh, there were several times, yeah. Yeah. We just pulled over, and I slept for a little bit. And uh, that was from uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. We journeyed all the way to Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think it was, yeah, I think, no, I think it was more than, it was like 25 hours, I think. Oh, you're right. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a 25 hour total if we'd have been nonstop driving, which we did not. <laughs> so obviously we were exhausted when we got there, but it was another place that I had booked several days because we were excited. About I was very it. excited. I'd never been there and I just, it was one of those places I decided I liked mm -hmm. before I ever went. Mm -hmm. And it actually was a place that did not disappoint. Nope. I think we both liked it as much as we thought we would. Um, all I wanted to do was see somebody throw a fish. And when I saw somebody throw a fish, I literally got tears in my eyes. She did. She had a weepy moment. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful event. Mm -hmm. I love that market. Yeah, it was fun. The, the market, the Pike Place market was... Mm -hmm. It was fun. I had like one of the best apples I've ever had. I <laughs> oh my gosh! And then we had that peach that that peach or nectarine. It was a nectarine that was so yeah. amazing. Oh, it was so good. Um, yeah, definitely loved the market. Loved the fresh food. Loved the uh, food in general. Yeah, so many food and, options. Um, it was great. Yeah, we um, actually got to see my cousin. And his wife, who yeah, lived in Seattle, and Alice got to meet um, this uh, these family members for the first time. So yeah, they lived there, and they treated us to an excursion on the lake. That was boat. cool. Yeah, that so was super cool. It was really cool. We got to see like seaplanes land. We got to see the Sleepless in Seattle house. Yes, we did. Um, and Which, all the then. She had me watch the movie after the fact because I had never seen it. So I got oh, to right. understand mm -hmm. the importance of that reference. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know why I was excited about this particular house. But yeah, um, we saw all the, um, we learned the difference between the houses that are like a houseboat oh, and, and a floating a home. Floating home. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, there is yeah. a difference. Seattle was really interesting. It was nice. The weather was nice because it was kind of a, cool off from the heat that we had been experiencing mm -hmm. in July everywhere else. So, and wasn't then, raining. Um, yeah. After we left that, we drove to Eugene, Oregon for one night just to get us to the next destination. Um, I think Eugene was it like just officially where I lost my shit. Yeah, you were like all of the stresses of the month, I think, <laughs> just kind of like boiled over at that point. I Which was is so for saying like upset. it was like our second to last stop, so yeah. I think it was, it was fair. <laughs> it, yeah, it was definitely a breakdown point. I realized I was just like so upset about something that shouldn't have mattered that much, and you know, like anyway, I could just see it all like accumulating. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, we went to Berkeley, which was super fun, and we spent a few days because. One of my friends actually lives in Oakland, which is very right there. Right there. Um, so we got to spend time with my friend Allie, and she took us out for a lovely picnic in the park and around to have some drinks and dinner. And it was just really good, especially after, you know, pandemic times and everything, like to see a friend <laughs> again. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it was a really nice way to end that trip, for sure. And I got haunted in the hotel room. 
And she still says it was a good end of the trip. Yeah. So, but it was like that, that particular hotel, as soon as we walked in there, Alex was, it was like, like, oh, I was spooked out. Mm-hmm. I got, I got the heebie-jeebie vibes from it right away. And then you got haunted. So yeah. called it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, yeah, definitely like, and it happened two nights in a row. Basically somebody, something like tried to snuggle me, put its arm around me and sat on the edge of the bed. Like it, anyway. It was, I was, it was not me in that moment. Oh, no, he was dead asleep, and yeah. Elvis was dead asleep. So, yeah, um, somebody who was dead but not asleep was <laughs> was hanging out with me instead. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So that's kind of the quick rundown of each place. It's hard to talk about quickly because we went to so many different locations. Yeah, it was a, it was a smorgasbord. It was. And so, you know, usually when we talk about each location that we've been, we spend some time talking about where we stayed. In this case, we stayed in a lot of different locations but basically we were living out of hotel rooms yeah standard hotel rooms they were nice hotel rooms mm-hmm. um they were but, fun but mm-hmm. like you know it wasn't like an airbnb where you have a kitchen and a little bit more room right most of them were pretty tight spaces 
once you get two adults and a dog and all of our stuff in them, um, it, it was nice in a way because, you know, when you're staying in a hotel, you don't really have to worry about, you know, things like, okay, I'm only staying here a few days. I don't have to really clean or change the sheets or any, any yeah, of that stuff. True. So that part was kind of nice. You know, you can just like leave and, um, not worry too much about things, but, um, you know, I think, you know, the overall, I guess, good things about the trip and the way that we approached it was like you said at the beginning, the best part was that it was exciting because it felt like a fresh start. Yeah, each new location was a completely fresh start. Mm -hmm. Another thing, you know, like we ended up going to places that we never would have otherwise gone to because there was a hotel, there was a graduate hotel there, but it wasn't a place that we would have ever chosen to go to. You know, we wouldn't have been like, I'm going to Bloomington. I don't even know where that is. Like some of these places yeah, just we, we had to look up. Of. Like, yeah. you know, we never would have ended up going to, you know, Knoxville or, or Cincinnati. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And, and we, we liked those places. Exactly. So it was a benefit mm -hmm. to have this opportunity. And another pro, you know, was being able to meet up with my cousins, being able to meet up with my friend Allie. Another thing that was really good about it was I think our dog Elvis was thriving and it, it was really good to see and especially to look back on because, um, like I said, he was 19 years old. We lost him in January 2022. So, you know, it was one of our last months with him, but he was thriving. He was constantly enriched, like every day. You, you could know. see it. Yeah, he was like, he was engaged. He was engaged. And we were kind of worried about him at the house because he was starting to have some kind of cognitive problems. Mm -hmm. He was having problems going to the bathroom and he was having problems getting confused and forgetting where he was and losing us. He was losing his eyesight and some of his hearing. So it was really nice to see him having to constantly be engaged and have that enrichment because I think it improved his quality of life and his health. You know, he was always the type of dog who was just happy to be around us. He didn't care where he was as long as we were there, but to see him, you know, you like you could see his little the little gears in his head turning again. Like you could just see it was just more himself yeah. than he had been for a long time. Besides getting to like go on walks in a new city like almost daily, mm -hmm. like in between that he was in the car and he got to look out the window and see all new things, all smell smells. all the new smells, and then. You know, because he did feel more secure when you we were there. He just looked up, and both of us are right there within mm -hmm. his, like, range of vision. So He could always smell us if mm -hmm. he couldn't see us. Oh, in that car, you definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> and he had his little little doggy bed set yeah, up back there. Yeah, pretty cute little food. dog apartment. <laughs> yeah, it was super sweet, and I'm just really glad to have that memory of him and yeah, those, those times to look back on where he seemed to be just smiling the whole month. Like, he really, I think he liked it a lot more than we did. 
Um, another good thing about it, um, you know, yeah, we had initially started wanting to get out of the country, but I think it was a good thing that we started in the U.S. because there were no huge hurdles or major changes. It was... No, yeah, no surprise complicate. Well, there were surprises, but like no mm -hmm. like excessive complications. Like you, our phone worked in the entire country. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't have to change phone plans or anything like that. And uh, the same national language. Same currency. <laughs> same, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, everything that we were kind of used to. So it was a, it was like dipping your toe in the water. Our baby step. Yeah. yeah. But it was like a baby leap. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. So our challenges along the way. Um, like we mentioned, we didn't have a kitchen ever. And sometimes we didn't even have a fridge in some of the rooms. Yeah, it was a flip a coin. Not all of them did. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a cooler that was had constantly melting ice in it. <laughs> yeah, until we um, started storing it in the plastic ikea bag because mm -hmm. we it was leaking yeah um <laughs> so we were trying to save money by you know going to the grocery store you know having our cooler eating in when we could we had a hot plate you know that's right yeah a little plug and skillet thing yeah so it really limited us to what we could actually make so we ended up you know eating out and grabbing to go much more than we normally would. So many gas station snacks. We were mm -hmm. uh, we were just surviving on gas station junk food. And it doesn't even like fill you up, so it's like. Nope. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So that was a big challenge was the food, and you know when you're in the middle of a long haul drive and you just want a salad or an apple or a vegetable or something, and like. You know, and I have food allergies, so a lot of times, like, literally all I could eat was, like, a fried potato chip or a french fry or... That's the only option. You know, yeah. like, a cliff bar or something, and it was just, like, ugh, that's so... Ugh. But, anyway, God, we... like, I like cliff <clears throat> bars, but I got so sick of cliff bars. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to look at one again. <laughs> but, yeah, we did what it take to survive it, mm -hmm. and, you know... Another really big challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, was, I think I'd call it my challenge because mm -hmm. I took it upon myself since you were doing the driving challenge. Mm -hmm. I was on unpacking and repacking the vehicle each time we stopped and then when we left. So I started out with a lot more struggles with that roof rack. And by the end, I could I nailed that roof rack. I could be like, okay, this suitcase goes here. It goes to this location. This one goes here. It has this much space between it. And, you know, perfect right angles, and I fit as much in there as possible. Okay, now it's time to fit. We had yoga mats in there. We had the mm -hmm. dog. We had the cooler. I we had so many suitcases. things. Yeah, we had our own pillows. There was lots Blankets. of stuff in, in that vehicle. We had a bag with kitchen supplies. Right, with that skillet in there. A blender. Um, Which, because I was, I was having, like, protein shakes, so I, yeah. really, I wanted my blender. We had plastic cups, plates dishes and you know um stuff like that a kitchen Cutlery. in a bag yeah we had like a travel kitchen in a bag um we had too much stuff too now much that stuff. you know now that we know but yeah remember we had just gotten rid 
of almost everything that we owned. So the fact that the, re the, the remainder of our belongings fit in a car was, it was like it absolutely mind-blowing. We, we thought, we were like, okay, this is the minimum we can survive on. <laughs> yeah. That's what we thought at the time. Yeah, at the time. And, you know, it was true at the time. Yeah. That's, we needed all that as a, we needed these crutches at the time to help get us through, you that know. baby and leap, you know. We did, yeah. Um, you know, we, um, we did have one big mistake along the way. I um, <laughs> was in charge of like the scheduling and obviously I was doing the driving and I had booked all the rooms and I had made this like elaborate like spreadsheet of where we were going and mm -hmm, when we were mm -hmm. leaving and where we would be and um, a calendar and all of this stuff. Well, with everything going on, I, I did a big fuck up and <laughs> what I did was I ended up leaving um well we all ended up leaving yeah. <laughs> i didn't leave we all ended up leaving richmond virginia a day early and we got to roosevelt island new york and they didn't have a reservation and i was like well hmm, that's odd and then like we finally figure out <clears throat> i had left a day early like and... they found the reservation it was for the following day yeah so that night we had no room. Well, we had a room. Oh, yeah. It was just a couple states away where we just left. Yeah, and there was no way we were going to drive back. So no. we could have gone back and stayed in Richmond and then drove the next day again. But, you know, it, it, oh, God, no. Like, <laughs> we were so tired. We were so tired. Um, and so really all they could do was basically sell us a hotel room. We had to pay. We had to pay extra yeah, for it. Yeah. So, so. To, to go back to remind you that the deal for the graduate hotels for the entire month for all of these rooms was going to be five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. That was the original deal, and then we had to buy one night unplanned, un no reservation, just like let's see if we can squeeze this one in, mm -hmm. and it was like over two hundred dollars. It was like 230 or something. It was a little over. It was almost half of what we had paid for the whole month because, like, once you added in parking and everything, so... Um, now, to be fair, like, for a hotel room on, in Roosevelt Island, it's probably a fair deal. It just yeah. was not the deal we... we it was not in the yeah. budget we had planned. And so that was my first, like, mini breakdown. But it wasn't a full breakdown because, you know... We still felt fine, and at the end of it, we were like, well, the worst thing that happened is that we have an extra day in New York City that we didn't think we were going to have. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, we had to pay for it, but, but we made it, the most of it, it wasn't the worst, but it was, um, it was really, really good because it was the first big mistake like that, and it's not the last. I've made many since then, <laughs> and... You know, it costly mistakes too. Like, it's gonna happen. And I'm glad it happened while we were still in the US, while I was still, you know, relatively familiar with things that were going on because it continues to happen and it's going to continue to happen. And it's something that you have to experience and you have to learn and you have to, 
you know, you feel like, oh, well, I got it out of the way. Ha, ha, ha. No, it's going to happen again. Yeah. You just have to learn how to deal with it. Yeah, you adapt. And adapt and move on and not let it ruin everything because it does not have to ruin everything. Um, and I let it ruin everything for about an hour. And then I decided I'm not going to let it ruin everything anymore. Um, <clears throat> so, you so, know. And now that's that. how we kind of roll with mistakes. We mm-hmm. let it ruin everything for about an hour, and then we move on <laughs> with it, you know? Um, yeah, and so moving on to some things that surprised us along the way, even being in our home country, there were a few... Yeah, just surprises. I remember in New Jersey when we left New York and I stopped for gas. Everywhere I stopped for gas, somebody would come up to my car. And I was just really, like, tired and raw and emotional. And it's just like, don't touch my car. Like, I don't understand why these people are swarming my car every time. I was like, I pulled into three different gas stations because I was like, go away. I want to pump. Oh, this gas station is oh, service only or whatever. I got to go find a self-serve gas station. And by the third gas station, I realized, I was like, oh, we're in New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, they're all full service in New Jersey. It's the law there. It's a state law, so. (laughs) I was literally yelling at people not to touch my car. And like this one person was like, oh, you don't want me to do it? Okay. And like they actually let me pump my own gas because I guess I had that look in my eye. I don't know. But I was just, like, so confused why everybody was trying to touch my car. I don't know. And it was a pandemic, so I was extra, like, don't touch any of my stuff. Just drove out of New York, so all, you know, stress levels were high. (laughs) And then looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, what an idiot. I'm so embarrassed. Like... (laughs) Now, and except for New Jersey, where you pay the premium for uh, full service, I was surprised having grown up in southern california how much cheaper the rest of the country pays for gas like mm-hmm. it like the second we left the state of california i was like wait why is the why is the gas prices so low there was like two dollars cheaper some places three dollars cheaper i was like what's what's going on and is i was it... surprised because it'd been so long for me too yeah, yeah just and then you get used to it for the whole month and we get back to california at the end and i'm like oh yeah there it is yeah. <laughs> And other things that surprised us, kind of, we already covered that we liked a lot of the places, you know, the places that we thought we were going to like, some of them we didn't. Yeah. And vice versa. Like we talked about uh, Nashville and Knoxville. Not that we expected to not like Knoxville, we just expected it to be just like a whatever. Yeah. And Nash, we really enjoyed it, and Nashville we did not enjoy yeah. And like Cincinnati, I. Cincinnati was a sleeper. It was like surprising yeah, to us. It was. And I had a great time there. Um, we went all over. And then like some other places uh, were just. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uneventful, just in bed. And, you know, we ended up liking New York. Um, Seattle and Berkeley as much as we knew we would mm-hmm. um, and yeah so normally I guess <clears throat> if we're talking about a place that we visit we would normally 
you know, cover the language and the history and, you know, the need to know things, but, you know, in our home country, um, it wasn't really anything new to us. I mean, yeah, we learned history along the way and stuff, sure. but there's no way I'm sorry that I can encompass all the history of every place that we went. That's a in much this. longer <laughs> story. And, yeah. um, but, and we'd also talk about safety and a note on safety you know, I I don't think that we ever had a moment that we felt super unsafe, but you did have a weird moment. Yeah, I had a, a, a weird moment. It was, uh, I remember, it was during that 25 hours between uh, Nebraska and Seattle. I think we were in Montana or Utah, somewhere around there. And you went into you know, spend a long time looking at junk food to find anything you could possibly eat in the gas station. And I was asleep Okay, so in the I was car. pooping. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I was asleep in the car. And fortunately, I, uh, you did lock the vehicle when you left. Because, like, I, I was, like, I was so tired that I, like, went, I found a way to move this, all the junk in the back and, like, laid down with Elvis in the back of the vehicle so I wasn't in the seats. Mm-hmm. And I just hear, like, the the door um like try to open and i'm like oh i'm like i'm asleep half asleep i start to like wake up i'm like oh you're not uh you must have locked your keys in the car or something you didn't have them handy or whatever i'm assuming i look up and it's a total stranger just trying to get in the vehicle through the door and and kept trying which i thought was surprising after it was locked and couldn't get in until I like look at them through the window and was about to start yelling, like grabbing my phone to like call anybody. And they're like, oh, sorry, whoops. So confused, you know, and just playing, you know, playing dumb, I guess. So I was just like, wow, that's really weird. And it made me on a kind of high alert, but I'm still in the back because I, I was tired and didn't want to move. And then another person came and did it the exact same thing. And I was just completely blown away. Now, I was like, I was about to get out of the car and get really upset with these people because they were just oblivious. And then when the second person did it and they looked disturbed that I was in there and getting mad at them, they pointed at the vehicle on the other side of us and said, sorry, because I look over and it was the identical Kia. It was the exact same car. And so what happened is the one person came out first and tried it. And then the partner of that person came out and did the same thing. Yeah, so always lock your vehicles because honest mistake or not, people might just try to enter your car, even if you're in there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it's hard to tell if it was an honest mistake or somebody trying to be an opportunist and saying like, oh, well, I could always just say, oops, I thought this was my car and open the door and grab what you Whatever. can grab. Yeah. Um, but I really think that <clears throat> you're um, always very dramatic in your um, retelling of this story. And I think it's because you were just in such a raw place. You were so tired. You were, you know, we were exhausted. Yep. We'd been through the mental and the physical ringer. And I think that... So I guess I guess you, lost my you make it a before you did. Bigger deal, I think. It, and you always like address it as like a safety issue or something bad. I mean, who knows? You know, you can never say what was going to happen, but I don't know. It just seems like 
Yeah, it's not that big of a deal, but it really, really shook you. It did. I think it was like, I got upset, and I tried to, like, let it go after the first person. And then when another person does yeah. it, I'm just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and by the time the second person was doing it, I was walking out of the store and, like, saw somebody trying to get in my car. But then I saw the other car, and I was just like, oh, whatever. And then, like, but the, Alex was very upset, and I, yeah. Um, it really shook you because, and and that just goes to show like a lot can depend on your mental state when things happen and how you deal with them, how much they upset you or don't upset you. And, you know, that's just kind of one of those things, but generally, you know, we felt pretty safe. I know that you had some worries about going to the South because you had never really been to the South before, but I mean, you know, it, the South was really uneventful. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've heard some some interesting tales and you know rumors and stereotypes about the American South. Mm-hmm. So my guard was up. Yeah. Um, luckily, we, you know, didn't experience anything like I that. Um, I mean. Yeah, it was, it felt pretty safe. Obviously, we were traveling during a pandemic, so mm-hmm. it wasn't safe for that reason, but we were using every every precaution. We were being very diligent. Um, we were, everybody was still wearing masks at that time, and even if they weren't in the place that we, we were visiting, we were wearing masks, and we were constantly, you know, disinfecting and washing and everything, yeah. and we got through it without getting sick and that was that was a pro that's true that's that true was, that was a good thing um now as far as budget in the end it seemed like a good deal right like it, it <laughs> the beginning of this whole story everything seemed like a great deal and it, and it just like it, oh i'm gonna spend 500 dollars a month on rent especially as, as um um, essentially is what I'm trying to say. Like, so essentially mm-hmm. you're spending $500 a month on your housing for that month. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Then um, come the fees. Yeah. And then, so you have to add in the fees. So like I said, we had to pay the pet fees. Yep. We had to pay parking almost everywhere. Some of them stayed. provided parking. Some didn't. Um, well, they did provide it. You had to pay for it. Oh, right. right. <laughs> some some places you could find free parking on the street. Um, some places like Roosevelt Island was insane. It was like $75 a night to park there. So we ended up parking a few blocks down at a parking garage, which was actually cheaper. It was like $35 a night to park there. Um, New York prices, you know. Yeah, so things like not having a kitchen or a fridge or whatever like i said we were eating out and we were grabbing to go more often single serving size things yeah and then just the prices changing everywhere like depending on where you are paying premiums you know we weren't paying very close attention to our budget at the time and it taught us to really buckle down on our budget because at the end of the month, we ended up spending like a little over $5,000 on the entire month, which is like, we don't even spend that now traveling yep. internationally. So between, you know, getting gas, 
in the car, driving all those miles in the car, you know, something like 4,000 miles or something, you know. Um, I think it was we, more than that. Yeah, I'm just, I can't yeah. remember, so I'm just like rounding it, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, so lots of gas, lots of, you know, random buying food that you're not really thinking about buying. So many cups like, of coffee. Of what you're spending, yeah, so so many caffeine drinks and then experiences like you know going to the bar in new york and, yeah you know like the expensive cities are the ones that you want to go do the stuff in like the fun stuff, there's all the fun stuff to do um so you just end up spending more money and we weren't really paying attention to it i was kind of keeping a spreadsheet but i wasn't being very good about keeping up with it because i was so busy driving yeah. tired and so there was so much going on mental exhaustion yeah mental and physical exhaustion so much stimulation so much thinking 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 planning all the time that things just start to go by the wayside and you start thinking less and less about what you're spending <laughs> and what you're spending it on and you know we didn't really buy we didn't buy souvenirs. We no. didn't buy anything really besides food and or an experience, like yep. admission to something or, um, yeah. But it really, the little things just added up and it really, really, really taught us going forward. We have to buckle down and pay more attention because this is how it's going to be. You know, like I said, this is our nomadic boot camp. This is how it's going to be every month going forward. We're always going to be distracted. We're always going to be men at mental capacity. We're always going to be tired. And these things we can practice and train and improve on. Mm -hmm. We can always get better at these things, but it's always going to be present. Like we're always going to be at a certain level of distraction and mental capacity. So, you know, <laughs> you have to... You have to um, really pay more attention to which things. that's yeah that's what it, it taught us. It was our first month at this nomadic lifestyle, so we gave ourselves a little bit of leeway and forgiveness and the idea mm -hmm. of like these are the mistakes we're gonna make and then we're gonna learn from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So instead of beating ourselves up, we just said okay. We we actually had a whole conversation. We sat down and identified all the mistakes, mm -hmm. everything that we did wrong. You know, every single time we had a disagreement or we had something happen, we sat down and we talked about it because we knew from the beginning we would have to do that. Yeah. Every time we bickered, every time... We were tired, we stress had, levels were yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, we bickered so much. Every time we unpacked or repacked the car, there was bickering, there was a... You know, and, and every single time we said, okay, we got to talk about this now. Like, so it was a little bit more exhausting, but you knew you had to address those things um, so that you can use it as an experience and learn from it. And, you know, I guess that's a perfect um, segue into talking about what we learned overall from our first month of being nomadic, obviously that we needed to tighten down the budget and pay more attention to it yeah. being number one. Um, 
a very, very close number two was? Downsize, downsize, downsize. Um, mm-hmm. After loading and unloading 30-something times, I think, total, uh, we needed less stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff that we didn't even use during that month that we thought we couldn't live without. So that was a lesson right there. Yeah. Um, and in fact, once we got back to your mom's house, we left what seemed like quite a few things there, <laughs> but somehow, um, <clears throat> you know, it still wasn't enough and we'll get that, we'll get there to that when we start talking about, um, our, the next month that we spent driving through Mexico, mm-hmm. but you know, like I said earlier, we had already downsized our entire life. We sold our house and almost everything in it. And so to us, we had done a huge amount of downsizing. So the idea of doing it even more was terrifying until we took that trip. We were just like, we were almost like sore from downsizing at that point. Mm-hmm. That it was like, I can't do it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I really can't give up any more things right now. Mm-hmm. And then we did, though, when we got back, we, we left, you know, what seemed like a lot of things <laughs> um, at your mom's house and also donated additional things yeah. um, or just got rid of things. Um, another thing that we learned is that I really do hate driving. Um, I knew I hated driving, but like I... You proved it. Proved it to myself. Um without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, another thing that we learned was more stops is not always better. Yeah, it wasn't, we, we got too excited, you know, I guess our eyes are bigger than our, you know, stamina. Power? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, stamina, our eyes are bigger than our stamina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we could have done less stops with longer stays and had a more easygoing time. But like I said, I'm almost glad we did it that way because it really was like a boot camp. Like it was the lessons that we needed to learn at... It was like a final like USA hurrah kind of thing. And that too, yeah. And yeah, it was... I mean, I wouldn't change it, but I wouldn't do it again. Um, no, no yeah. thank you. It was too exhausting. We learned that um, it's just not sustainable for us to travel that fast at that pace. Yeah. It's not sustainable because what happens is you burn out and you can't keep going. So you'll just like go down in flames. Um, you know, we thought it would be a great challenge which it was. We thought it would make really interesting content, which it would have, except for that we burnt out way before we could even document at all. Yeah, like we were trying to show all of the stops on social media and it just became too much to try and keep up with. Well, we did show it all on social, on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. We were also trying to YouTube the whole journey Mm -hmm. um, and it stalled out you know, in the middle because we were, you know, not only were we driving all day, but when we got to our destination, we were actually working. We were, um, editing videos. We were posting on social media. We were making, we were taking photos for social media. We were making reels for social media, editing reels for social media. 
Um, you know, so we were working the entire time as well. Um, very little downtime. Very little downtime. Um, yeah, we were, you know, it wasn't like we would just get to the hotel and like relax and go to sleep. No, we would get out our computers and we would start working mm -hmm. and we would, you walk know, <laughs> walk the dog and check up on, you know, email and social media and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was quite a lot and we definitely burned out and so the biggest thing that we learned moving forward was that you know we had to slow down a bit for this to be something sustainable for us because it wasn't like we were just gonna go on a crazy trip every month and then go home and relax no like this is life we're not you know <laughs> we're not going home we didn't have a home anymore um, we At had time to, it was the car. Yeah, yeah, we had to keep going and you know it Like I said, I wouldn't change it, but I wouldn't do it again Been there that done way. that. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for it and I'm glad that we did and on the, the next time <clears throat> we talk about um, Previous destinations we will talk about what we did after that um, which is what eventually led to our Mexico road trip. Yeah, spoiler, we didn't stop driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all lessons were learned in one month. <laughs> yeah, some, some of them took a little bit longer, but yeah. So we'll get to that next time we do one of these um, previous destination episodes mm -hmm. for you, and we hope that you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed learning about our first month as nomads. And if you like to keep hearing about it, you know, like and subscribe and keep up with our new episodes. Share with anybody that you think would like it. It really does help us if you share, even like just repost on social media or tell a friend at work or whatever. Um, you can listen to this podcast on any podcatcher of your choice and you can also see us on YouTube if you want to see our little faces and you know our facial expressions and if you want to see my hands wave around like a wacky wavy inflatable waving um yeah. <laughs> because I do a lot of hand gestures when I talk and I'm noticing this because I just made a new YouTube video and I edited it and I'm just, all I see is my hands just talk fly. Hands, <laughs> my hands talk are just hands. flying around at the bottom of the screen <laughs> the whole time. So yeah, if you want to see that, um, like I said, I did just make a new YouTube video. It should be uploaded by the time you're hearing this. It's about what we did during our month stay in Dubrovnik. It's about old town Dubrovnik. And um, you can always find us on Instagram where we post more like daily updates and our stories. And you want to stay a little bit more updated to what we're doing currently, you can find us at Emily and Alex. That's right. And to keep us traveling and to help us keep making new shows, we get help from patrons on our Patreon. People like Carly, Abby, Kathy, Anne-Marie, Monica, Caitlin, Austin, Catherine, Amanda, and Megan. 
Thank you so much. And if you find our content brings value to your life and you want to support us, you can find our Patreon link in the episode description where you will also be able to sign up for bonus content or hear yourself thanked in the credits next time. Until next time. This is Emily. And this is Alex. Thanks for sticking with us because this is going somewhere. Bye now. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.